This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. I'm talking with Michelle Moore here, and she is a fashion and senior photographer based in Seattle. And so, Michelle, you've been at it for seven years, right? Yes. Okay, so you started when you were, I guess, 19 then? Yeah, I started um, in college. I actually used to, um, I basically started my career shooting bands, just kind of local indie bands. And I would go to shows and it was kind of how I got my feet wet in terms of photography. So I did start doing that when I was 19. And obviously I've grown and changed course many times, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get into that. So you were shooting bands. You're in college, you said? Uh, yes. Okay. So were you studying photography or did you think that you wanted to do photography as a profession? Um, not at the time when I first started shooting bands, I was, um, I was actually at the university of Washington here in Seattle and I was studying to go into, to get my degree in atmospheric sciences. All right. (laughs) So I was actually studying calculus and physics, chemistry, basically all sciences and the whole reason I started shooting bands, my it was just at the beginning of my sophomore year. I had some friends who were like in a local band and, you know, I was interested in photography. I just wasn't studying it yet. Um, and I had taken over the summer a community college course so that I could just have access to a darkroom. So like I just did it for fun beforehand. Um, but these guys I knew were like, Hey, you know, you have a camera and we're in a band and you know, you should come to our show and take pictures. And so I just kind of fell into that. And it, you know, when you're 19 and in college, it's really cool to be like on the guest list and going to shows. And, um, and so I was getting back into photography and I became really, I was having a really hard time with college and I was a little bit, I was pretty depressed and I had anxiety and I just, um, wasn't happy studying what I was studying. And I was like, you know, I really like this photography thing. Maybe I should try to pursue it. Um, and so the end of my sophomore year, I went in and met with my advisor and I was like, Hey, I want to, um, study photography. And so she got me into, you have to take a bunch of prereqs before you apply to the program at the UW. So I had to take art studio class, um, beginning photography and art history of photography and just, just applied, got in and saw junior year. I was just complete 180 from what I was originally doing in school. So much happier, much happier. And <laughs> I remember like I was on the phone with my mom, just like in tears, you know, saying, I'm, I'm just so unhappy. And I don't, I don't you want me to get like a real degree. And all she said was, you know, we just want you to be happy. And, and it was this light bulb just came on in my head. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. So no regrets then, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So luckily my parents were super supportive of, you know, supporting an art degree, but it was just this huge relief because I think I was sort of doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing instead of actually what I wanted to be doing. Interesting. Something I think a lot of people run into. Okay, so you have this photography degree. um, And I know a lot of people who say they study photography say that they don't really get the business end of it. They get the art end of it. So you feel really confident with the art. How did you get into the business? How did you really kind of basically from the time you were 19 and started shooting 
bands and then you get the degree and then you're really like, okay, you graduate from college, you're ready to go for it. Where did you learn the business and how did you take the business from there? Yeah, that, that same is absolutely true, especially with my program. It was very fine art oriented. And so nowhere along the lines do they tell you to take a business class or teach you any of that. You're just expected to be a starving artist coming out of school. So interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I have this personality type where if I don't have everything figured out, I get really stressed. And, and so for me, I was immediately, because I found something that worked for me, I immediately latched onto it. And I was like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to make it work. And so I did actually start my business while I was still in school. And the only real nice thing about studying um, photography at the U is the way the program is set up is we had one class a quarter. So I had a lot of free, like by my junior year, I was done with all my prereqs. So I had a bunch of free time to, you know, be able to work part time and also pursue um, trying this photography thing out while I was still in school. And so, yeah, they don't teach you any business aspect. And so I would say a lot of what I, how I learned the business side of it was trial and error. And I'm really fortunate. My dad is this amazing businessman and, um, really successful. And so I was able to, um, ask him for advice. And I just had a really good support group around me while I was growing my business. And, um, I worked retail in college and I worked for a couple small boutiques that were owned by businesswomen, you know, small business owners. And so I was really able to be working retail and hands-on and kind of seeing firsthand how businesses run and just sort of being, you know, totally, what's the word I'm looking for? Not absorbed, but like totally involved in like everything and just kind of trial and error and and that's sort of how I'm still learning so much about. <laughs> I think you've really hit the key, you know, as everyone really says, who is successful in their business, it's that you can't do it alone. You really have to have that support network, those people that you can turn to because starting a business is not easy. And I think that no. <laughs> having those people to turn to is just key and keep, you know, keep an eye on really to become successful yeah. at it. Okay, so you start the business, you have the support. When you started, were, so you were you shooting everything? How did you get into then really focusing on the seniors? Yeah, so, you know, my biggest thing is when you're first starting out is, yeah, I was shooting everything, anything, anytime. You know, as long as I was getting paid something, I would take I would take on the job because I just wanted to keep my business running and try everything out. And I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do yet. I did know that fashion photography has always been like the number one thing behind everything I was doing. And obviously in Seattle, there's not a very big fashion community here. And it's really hard to make money and break into um, the fashion photography business. So I mean, obviously I started out with bands and I was doing um, family portraits or kid portraits or I actually did four years as a wedding photographer. So you did do weddings at one point. <laughs> yeah, I, I did them for a long time and I've done a very good job of removing any evidence of it from my brand <laughs> because I no longer do them. <laughs> well, that's good. So you've decided that's definitely not what you wanted to do with weddings. Yeah, and so, so yeah, it's, 
it was a good learning experience to try everything. Um, and it really helped me figure out what I don't like doing. <laughs> <laughs> and what you do. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> right. So seniors kind of became the thing that you liked and you're able to kind of just, sounds like, move the business that way and really focus your brand on that. Yeah. So I had come across my first senior portrait in early 2007. Uh, I used to ride horses. And so I have this really big network of people I know through the um, horseback riding community. And a friend of our families had a daughter who was graduating. And so they came to me and they're like, Michelle, you shoot, um, you're a photographer. So can you do her senior portraits? And I was like, sure, that sounds like fun. And the, and so when I did them at the time, my blog was still new. I had started my blog in 2006 and I was really, um, obsessive about looking at my blog stats and like what people were Googling to get there. And I was, as soon as I blogged her, I noticed this huge spike in traffic from people searching for senior pictures in my area. And I was just kind of like fascinated by this. I was like, you know, even as months went by that they were still going back to this one blog post that I had done like from months previous. And I was just really interested in why people were still like going back to this really old blog post. And, and so, um, and I had really loved it when I did and did it. And, and so I just was like, well, maybe I should try to do more of that since it seems that's, that's what people are coming to my blog for. (laughs) And that was sort of like the first light bulb moment for me and, um, shooting seniors. And so that was really kind of the big tipping point for me on how I moved into senior portraits. And then at that time, I had eventually cut out everything else and was just shooting weddings, fashion and seniors. And I got to the point where I couldn't balance all three anymore. And I wasn't having enough time for my fashion projects. And so I really decided to make the leap and totally cut out weddings and just focus on seniors and fashion, which are the two things that I love to do and I'm passionate about and are what I want to keep doing right now. And looking at your work, you really kind of managed to make the seniors into kind of a fashion-esque shoot. You have a very unique style and you know you it looks like you include makeup with everyone then with every session. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about kind of what you do to stand out with your brand and kind of what attracts seniors to you specifically. Yeah, we we do include makeup with all of our ses- sessions, which is sort of our thing that makes us stand apart from other senior portrait photographers. And it was something I kind of did on accident with my first senior because I was shooting fashion. I booked that first senior and I was like, oh, well, you know, we have a makeup artist and she can do your makeup. And so from the first senior I ever shot, I was already in doing that. And so I just decided to continue to do that because of the quality of the work um, with working with a professional makeup artist. It just takes it to that next level. And that's kind of how I started doing it. And then I realized it really kind of made me stand apart. And so our seniors um, really like that because um, they get they don't have to worry about doing their own makeup and they come in and it's a whole experience um, that they get their makeup done and we get to chat with them before the shoot. And it's sort of just like a little mini fashion shoot, but it's not, it's not taking it outside of their comfort zone. Like we have some clients that don't like 
to wear makeup to begin with. And so we always make sure that they look natural and like themselves, but it's just, it's just about the whole pack, everything as a package together. Yeah. It really is an experience. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So we, we really like doing the makeup and, and our clients really like it. And it helps me too, especially in post-processing because I literally don't have to do hardly anything at all when I'm editing my photos because I'm working with makeup artists that I've worked with for so long and they know how to make um, my clients look perfect for the camera. And so it actually ends up saving me a ton of time and everything just looks great, like straight out of the camera. So smart. All right. So let's kind of go into, so your business as a whole, um, along the way in seven years of business, you've obviously kind of had some turning points when you've really defined who you are and who you want to be. So what, I know this is kind of a hard question, maybe not. What are some of just the biggest challenges? Or if you think back on some of the times when you were maybe even like, oh my gosh, can I do this? What were some of the biggest challenges that you came across and how did you just kind of get by those or still experience today? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think the, some of the biggest challenges I, I've dealt with and really this probably in the last six months, I've actually really addressed them and I feel way better about them. And, and that is balancing work and my personal life, which obviously when you're first starting out with, with a business, you devote every single waking minute of your life to running your business and making it successful and I've always worked from home. So it's really hard when your computer is sitting right there and, you know, you're like, oh, I should check my email and just constantly having work turned on. And I, I love working. And so I've just kind of been a workaholic. <laughs> and so, the you know, the biggest challenge is was learning how to um, balance work and my personal life. And I think it was at the end of last year where I last year was a really big year for my business. And I just just by the end of it, I have I haven't hired an assistant. And I was just doing everything on my own and, and not outsourcing enough stuff. And so I was completely like burnt out by the end of the year. And I was like, this something needs to change because <laughs> I can't survive another year like this. <laughs> so what happened? How did you how did you wrangle it? So I took um, December off to just kind of clear my head and decided to create a plan for hiring um as like an office manager and then actually just this last month I moved into an office separate from my home and really established like business hours and just allowing myself the freedom to work until six and then go home, you know, and have a an designated day off. Like I made my schedule so that I had Fridays and Sundays off. And it is just just helped me so much. Like I am in such a better place as a person. That's awesome. <laughs> that I've just really been able to focus on my business and I'm really excited about where we're going this year because I um, have a new studio manager and I'm and I go into work instead of working from home and it's just it's just really helped me and I know not everybody can do that and it, it is really nice to be able to work from home but just finding a way that you can just turn that off and step away from work will allow you to be like so much more creative because you're not 
constantly like running around your head thinking about like, what am I going to do now? Or what do I need to blog? Or who do I need to email back? And blah, blah, blah. So true. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I hear you. Okay, so just kind of in conclusion, I'm going to ask you one book that you have to recommend. But before we get to that, is there any just general advice that you have to offer, say, photographers who are starting out or who have hit kind of that rut or just anything in general from your seven years of experience as a photographer? What would you, what words of wisdom would you pass on? That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) I know. Yeah, that's kind of might be hard to summarize into one sentence, huh? (laughs) Well, the advice I always give people starting out is you do have to work hard and put in what you put into it is what you will get out of it. I'm not saying everyone should be a workaholic, but there there are ways to work hard without like killing yourself off and just, you know, working hard, but also giving yourself giving yourself some slack, basically, because I just find that I'm so hard on myself and I'm sometimes I go through moments where I get sucked into looking at other people's blogs or just thinking like I'm behind and and it's it's just not fair to do that to yourself because everybody is on their own journey and their own path and everybody is given a different set of tools and so you know you might look at someone else's work and think oh gosh they're like 20 and they're so successful like how do they have all this money and you know you have no idea what opportunities life have, has given them and so it, I I think the biggest thing is just rewarding yourself and cutting yourself some slack to allow yourself to grow on your own path because everybody's different and everybody is you know when you have your own business like that alone right there is huge success so I think that's that's probably what I would give to to somebody starting out (laughs) advice because it can be very it's very easy to get sucked into the kind of comparing yourself to others and I think that the key is really staying focused on who you are and what you're striving for absolutely um okay so final question for you do you have one book that you'd like to recommend to listeners yeah I one book that really spoke to me last year um was the four-hour work week have you heard of that one? I've read it. Yes. Yeah. It, it really helped me. Um, I, I only read the first, uh, three quarters of it. <laughs> I, I thought it got a little Saving time, right? <laughs> I thought it got a little convoluted at the end, but I think the big keys to, um, pull away from that, from that spoke to me were about working hard, but also living your life now, instead of this concept where we work, our entire lives and save for retirement. And then by the time we're 60, we retire and that's when you get to do all the cool stuff in life. And so, um, that's where I was like, I really, I was going through a lot of stuff like personally and with my business. And I read that book and I was just, it just really resonated with me and I needed to take action immediately and find a way to keep working hard, but also enjoying all of my hard work at the same time, instead of like waiting for some, level of quote success that I had to reach before I could enjoy life. So that's really what I took away from it. And also managing emails was really that whole section was really helpful for me too. (laughs) Yes. Email can be a big time sink. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your certain busy day to share your story and share your advice. I'm sure it will be very well received. (laughs) Oh, thank you. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.